Hi, this is Teacher Tales, T-A-I-L-S. I'm Paul Carr, and this is podcast 92, All the Wrong Moves, A Student Goes to Prison. Teachers aren't supposed to play favorites, but over the years, we do. Mine was, and is, someone I'll call Rogelio, Roly for short. Recently, he sent me a letter, and not from a place a proud fifth-grade teacher desires a return address. Tracy, California. Maybe you know what that means. Maybe you don't. But I'll tell you, it isn't good. At that time when he wrote, Roly was 22. And 11 years before that, he sat in my class, front row, third seat, on the left, I'm amazed I can even remember. Rogelio Mandragon Garcia. Nice kid, polite, big smile. Did his homework, great in math, loved to read, wanted to help me whenever he could. In fact, he corrected my poor Spanish regularly, and he did it in a polite way. He waited until the other kids filed out the door to recess their lunch, and he'd lingered. He glanced around to make sure no kid spotted him. Hey, Mr. K, you gotta mix the N and the Y together. It makes a nya sound, like in manana. And when you write it, it's got that funny mustache over it. Now you say it, Mr. Carr, and I'd give it a shot, usually a poor one. And we'd both laughed. Not too bad, he'd say, and then he'd slipped off to recess. On rainy days when he couldn't go outside, I taught him and anybody else who wanted to how to play chess. Rogelio took to the game like a magnet clings to scrap metal. The sweet kid cornered me more than once hours after my class had gone home. Usually I'd have a bundle of papers under my left arm and a teacher's guide under my right as I pushed out the door, intent on leaving before dark. But Rogelio had other plans for me. He had gone home, bolted down a glass or two of milk and a cold burrito, and then returned to school. Hey, Mr. Carr, you want to play just one game of chess? And there he had it, on the ground, right in front of me, a completely set-up chess set. And he even let me take white so I could go first. First time it happened, I stared into his face and I thought, this kid has walked all the way back to school just to play chess with me. Is there really anything so important I have to rush home for it now? So I turned around, sat on the floor, and we'd play two or three games. He would lose 99% of them little bit about Rogelio. Roly's family had some basic life challenges, like keeping his mom out of jail and monitoring her choice of men. I remember one year she barged into the school's main office in a state of meltdown, screaming profanities to high heaven. Her long brown hair dyed an unnatural blonde, and her eyelids, heavily laden with indigo-colored mascara, were offset by spider-like artificial eyelashes. 
and they were long. An open neck blouse barely covered her breasts, and a boyfriend's name, Raphael, I think, was tattooed across one of them. And this was not wise, seeing as her current boyfriend, according to Rogelio, answered to the name Alejandro. Rogelio lived in one of the small Latino hamlets north of Monterey, and by the time he reached middle school, I heard he had to pick a gang, or Norteños or Soreños. And if you don't pick one, you get the snot beat out of you by both of them, and on a regular basis. He made his choice, and the other gang shot at him one day. They missed, but like he told me later, hey, Mr. K, it's a small town. I knew who the sucker was. Conversely, after he poured a gallon of gas on that gang member's house and torched it, they too knew who it was. No one was hurt, by the way, but that act of arson was one of the reasons he received nine attempted murder charges. And 11 years later, that Rogelio was doing time in Tracy. His letter basically said, thanks for showing me how to play chess. It comes in handy in prison. Oh, I seen that letter to the editor you wrote in the paper about the education proposition. It was pretty good. The rest of his letter was a repentant laundry list of how he'd taken every wrong turn in life's intersections. Drugs, tainted women, violence, alcohol, you name it. My Rogelio tried to acquaint me with prison vernacular. I'm 23-1, he informed me which meant solitary confinement for 23 hours and one hour maybe in the yard. He said he started writing his life story and had knocked out 100 pages. What else could he do? 23-1. And he added, I only got three more years to do here, and then I'm being sent to Pelican Bay or Folsom. Pelican Bay or Folsom? Oh, my God. Even I knew about those. They were maximum security, hardcore, last stops for convicts who committed crimes while in prison, or they were places for inmates who were on the top of the food chain in the gang hierarchy. And possibly both reasons would get somebody there. Roley had written, I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you why I'm going there, so you know what? I won't. I wrote back, of course, but I agonized over it. Dear God, what do you write to your student in prison? A student that just thought the world of you. I asked him if he'd mind if I visited, and I did a teacher thing, something he used to be good at responding to. I gave him a homework assignment. I told him, Ro, rewrite, revise, fix everything that you've written about your life story so far, and send it to me. I'm still waiting on that paper. I hope he gets an A on it. Thank you.